thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. And I say this, answers are coming for your life. That's what we're believing God for. Amen. So we've been ministering on the subject called following the Holy Spirit. And this is not just something for ministers to know. This is something for every single believer to know because we're not only to know what the word says and follow the word, but we're also to recognize how the spirit of God is leading us because he always leads us in line with the word. Always. The Holy Spirit is interested in working with the word only. Amen. He's not... He's not here to basically work with our opinion, <laughs> with our input. He's there to make known to us the, the divine counsel of God, the wisdom of God, the help that comes through walking in the plan of God. Amen. So we need to recognize him. Amen. And give him, if I could say this, give him proper place in the attention of our day. Um, he is... We are the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, and He is the greater one on the inside of us. But even though He's in us, He will not force His way into our daily life. He has to be invited in. How do we invite Him into the situations of our life? We turn our attention toward Him. We we let Him know, we want to know what you have to say. What is your leading to us at this moment? And so uh, He is faithful to do His job. And not only that, He's excellent at His job. Now, we just need to be excellent at giving Him place. Amen. Excellent at recognizing Um, how he's leading. Praise the Lord. Um, Many times as believers, until we're taught, many don't even really realize that the Holy Spirit is endeavoring to lead them in in the affairs of their everyday life. And so sometimes people don't even know to look to their spirit because when God leads us, when he deals with us, um, he doesn't speak to our minds. Um, he deals with us spirit to spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit within will communicate to our spirits yes. what God's will, God's directive is for us. Yes. And then we are to turn and pay attention to our spirit because yes. when we're listening to our spirit, we're listening to the Holy Spirit within our spirit. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, the Holy Spirit will, will prescribe for us exactly what we need for that moment. Yes. So Amen. So uh, always look to him. And not only that, he will prescribe which verses will 
be the greatest assist to you in the face of a need. Because when he speaks a certain verse to us, he brings that up to us. He, it, it, there's a quickening, a life-giving force on that verse, and it becomes a living thing to us. So as I've said in the past, uh, in the past episodes is it's not just about randomly grabbing verses, but look to the spirit. He'll even direct you which verses to stand on and which ones to apply in the face of your need, because the word of God is vast, isn't it? And uh, he will prescribe specific verses for us, for the needs we're facing. Um, I love something that Dad Hagen would tell us. He would say, if you can teach people to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. Now, right there is the, it's the, it's the win all for, for life that we don't have to go through life just living by trial and error, by what we can figure out and go, that sounds like a good idea, I'll try that. And then we move ahead with our plan and bump into walls. And then we end up having to backtrack, lose time, and live uh, live uncertainly Mm -hmm. instead of living with clarity. And so um, the Holy Spirit, if we will follow Him, He will always lead us into success. So uh, the better we follow, the better we finish. The better we follow, the more accurately we live. That we're not living by trial and error. He will help you. um, He will help direct you in um, believing God for your health. He'll He'll help direct you in... Uh, maybe there's financial problems in your business or something. He'll help you with that. But we know one of the greatest helps, he'll help you parent. He's our helper. Now, listen, the Holy Spirit is called our helper, not our doer. He will not do our part for us, but he will help us by giving us guidance, teach, assist in the sense of giving counsel to us. But we have to listen because he can't help us if we won't do as he says. Amen. He's not our doer. He is our helper. He helps us in our doing. Um, But to help us, he needs our full cooperation. Amen. Um, And we don't want to grieve him by not allowing him to be to us what he came to be in us. Amen. He is that divine genius within. So do not feel like um, that your your thinking is the highest available to you. (laughs) The thoughts of the word are the highest available to you. And the Holy Spirit will bring the thoughts of the word, breathe on the thoughts of the word, make them a life-giving flow in our life. Amen. So learn to rely on the divine genius. Don't just walk by what you know when there is something greater available to you. Amen. Romans 8, 14 Um, let's read there together. It reads for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. In this verse, God is committing himself to lead his sons by the spirit, not by feelings, not by emotions, not by circumstances. He's leading our lives by the spirit and he is committing himself that He said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. 
we could actually quote it this way and still be correct. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. That's right. Amen. Uh, you don't have to earn this. This is a right of sonship. Yes. Because you belong to him, he has committed himself to lead you by his Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, many miss the leading of God because they're following just a good idea or they're following a well-formed plan of their own. Uh, listen, the Holy Ghost will give us divine ideas and we need to recognize did those divine ideas come from here or did they just come from my own reasonings? Amen. Well, that's part of learning to, lo learning to follow the Spirit. Now, Romans 8, 14, as we said, that the Spirit of God tells us, God tells us that uh, the Spirit of God leads the sons of God. Sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. But two verses down, verse 16, he tells us the primary way the Spirit leads us. Now listen to this. If he's committed himself to lead us, what does that sound like? How does that come to pass? Verse 16 tells us how. It says the Spirit, the Spirit itself or himself bears witness with our spirit. Listen to that. That's how he's leading us. He's bearing witness with our spirit. He's not saying that I commit, I commit to lead you by hearing a voice, having a vision, a dream. There's no, uh, there's, um, God's not committing himself in that direction. God is describing what this, the leading of the spirit looks like in the life of the believer. And that is we, uh, he bears witness with our spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, so we need to pay attention to what, what seems right in our spirit. Amen. Before we even describe that, we've, we've described that in the previous episode, but these things, I need to restate them because they're too important. We don't want to miss it. This is the primary way that God is going to lead all of his children is by that inward witness. The Holy Spirit bearing witness with our spirit. It's the safest way to be led because no demon, no devil, and no human can duplicate that. Why? Because um, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. He can bear witness with our spirit that's in us. The devil doesn't dwell in us. He can't bear witness with our spirit. So that's why this is the safest way and the primary way that God's going to lead us. Amen. And uh, it's the way you need to value the most. People will sometimes place greater value on a dramatic leading, maybe a prophecy, maybe having a dream, maybe having a vision or something dramatic happening. And people will place more value on that. The greatest value of the leading of the spirit is the inward witness. And we need to prize that the highest. Amen. Now, um, when I say that the Spirit of God bears witness, that's how the Spirit leads us. That's the primary way He leads us. What do I mean when I say bear witness? Because, I mean, really, is that something that we have much in our, our modern-day vernacular? We don't use that terminology. So people will say, well, I don't know what you mean by bearing witness. <laughs> so let me take some time, and you need to note these somehow because... If we don't understand this, we'll not recognize what it means when the Spirit bears witness with us. So when the Spirit of God is leading us to do something that maybe we're considering a certain decision and uh, we're looking to the Spirit to lead us, is this the right decision? 
What's that going to seem like in our spirit when we're to do it? It will seem good down here, not just mentally. It'll seem good to your spirit. It will seem right in your spirit. It will, if I could say this, it'll seem to fit. And that's important to, to recognize. Does something fit down here or do, or do you, are you kind of having to work it to try to make it fit? And I'm talking, you know what I mean by working it internally, uh, looking at it from a bunch of different ways, because sometimes if something doesn't seem right down here, people will try to reason, well, I don't know why that wouldn't work. I mean, maybe if I did this or I did that, people will look at things from different angles, trying to make it fit. You ever seen a puzzle piece and you, it looks like it might fit one way and it doesn't. So you turn it another way and you keep turning it all the different ways. It's not the right piece. Put it down. (laughs) When you've got to try to manipulate it so that it seems right, it's probably not right. Because when it fits, it fits. Amen. Um, Also, it will seem like this way, like there's a green light. Like you have a sense. Go ahead. Um, In your spirit. There will will be an easiness with that. You know, when something fits, it's easy. And I'm talking about here, not here, not the mind. I'm not talking about the mind. I'm talking about down in your spirit. There will be an ease to that fit. It won't overwhelm you internally. And there will be a sense of peace. You have peace about it. Now, sometimes you can have peace about doing something and uh, I'm talking about peace here and your mind can be in total turmoil. Ignore your mind. Ignore your mind. It's not the peace of the mind. It's the peace in your spirit. And there is a difference. Amen. Um, That is the spirit leading you to do something when you have a peace about it, a fit a green light. I don't have to try to uh, reason a bunch of different ways to, well, maybe I can make it fit this way. No, just leave that, that flow alone. It may not make sense to your head, but if it makes sense to to hear, you're safe. You are always safe in following peace. Always. Um, There have been times that I had peace about doing something in my spirit and my head said, oh, don't do that. Don't do, oh, that's not even going to work. Don't do that. And then the the enemy would love to energize that mental process. And there have been so many times when I had peace about doing something. And I tell you what, there would come a bombardment while I'm doing it or after I've done it of the devil saying, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. And you know how I answer that? Because see, you have to answer wrong thinking. I answer it and say, I had peace about doing it. And I'm always safe in following peace because the spirit leads by peace. And I answer it. I talk about my peace. I ignore any mental mm, unsettling. Amen. Amen. Well, do we have scripture for that? They shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace is what Isaiah says. They are led forth with peace. Listen to that. If there's peace, 
you're perfectly safe in going forth. Don't wait to hear a voice. Don't wait for someone to prophesy. If you have peace in here, that's all you need to move ahead. You say, Pastor Nancy, I'm dealing with a large amount of money with this decision. You are safe. You are perfectly safe following peace. I don't care how much money's involved. Because we think because a lot of money's involved, we need a more dramatic leading from God. No, we don't. No, we don't. And you're not promised any additional leadings other than the inward witness. You're not promised that. And so many times if you have peace about it and it seems to fit in your spirit, that's all the permission you need to move ahead. And if you say, well, I'm waiting for an additional leading, you might not ever get it because God didn't promise you an additional leading. He said the sons of God are led by the spirit of God and the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. That's the only that's the only leading he's, he's promised you. He has not promised you a drama leading. You know what I mean by drama leading? Uh, something out here that, the, that is spectacular. What if nobody else agrees with what you have in your spirit? Who are you going to follow? Yeah, there have been times that there have been people around me that said, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And I'd say, well, I'm safe because I've got it in here. I've got it in my spirit. I know exactly what to do. Once you you know in your spirit, if you start taking counsel with your mind Mm -hmm. or you take counsel with someone else's mind, you will will cloud what you perceive in your spirit. The Bible, the word tells us, um, now, I haven't gotten to this part of my sermon, but I jump around, so <laughs> you go with me, okay? And I'm, I'll probably address it later, too, but we'll, we'll go ahead and say it here. Um, we're told in the Word that the Word of God is quick. It's alive. Yeah. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing, dividing, dividing asunder between soul and spirit. Notice what the word wants to do. Divide the soul and the spirit, not mingle them. Not mingle them. Divide them. So if you have clarity and peace in your heart about doing something, and then you take your own reasonings, your own calculations, or someone else's reasonings that's talking to you, and you start mingling it in, with what your spirit said, you're going to lose the, the clarity of what came out of your spirit and what came out of your mind. Because you're, you're mingling them. Divide them. What, that, what I mean by that is this. Once I have something clear in my spirit and I have peace about doing it, I do not take that up into my mind and start seeing what my mind thinks about that. I don't look for mental agreement out of my mind. You know, if God tells you not to do something, but then you think, well, if I did it this way, it might work. Or if I did it that way, it might work. All of a sudden what happens is that mental reasoning starts overriding what you had in your spirit and you, you, you become confused and you go, I don't know what to do. Yeah, you did know what to do until you started inserting and mingling the soul in with the spirit. And then it became unclear to you. So following the spirit, you learn this. Don't draw it up into the mental arena and let the mind handle it. Just follow what's in your spirit. 
Does that make sense to you? So when the Spirit of God is leading you to do something, the way the witness of the Spirit, because remember what I said, how does the Spirit lead us? He bears witness. If He's bearing witness that we're to do something, it will seem like it fits. It will seem like it's right. There will be a peace with it. There is no sense of hesitation around it. If we're not to do something, it's the exact opposite. It doesn't seem like it fits. It seems like there is a hesitation. It seems like, oh, I'm not certain that this is the right thing to do. I I mean, in here, I'm not certain. That means that's the Spirit of God saying, don't go that direction. Amen. That's the Spirit leading you not to do it. So obey what you have in your spirit. And I want to say this. You need to remember this. Never violate your spirit. Because we don't always know what is connected to that violation. We only think it's going to, if we do something that we weren't, we didn't have peace about doing it, we don't know how that's going to play out down the road. Because it might not look like it's going to be that big of a deal back here, but as that decision progresses, there's other things connected to it. Never violate your spirit. I don't care how much someone that loves you tries to get you to go a different way. Never violate your spirit. Just because someone loves you doesn't mean that they have in their spirit what God has said to you. God's not going to put in their spirit something that he's directing you about in your life unless they have authority in that decision. With a husband and wife team, um, the husband should get things clear in his spirit. He should know what God is saying. And if that is the Holy Ghost, it will bear witness with the wife, although God might not say the exact same thing to her, give her the same amount of leading, it will seem right. But what about, I'm talking about in the other situation, what about relatives, other relatives? And you, you're making, you're looking at a decision for your life and you have peace about doing something, but a relative comes up, not a spouse, a relative comes up and says to you, I don't think you ought to do this. Is God going to lead you through them? No, no, no. He's going to lead you through your spirit. And although they may love you, that doesn't mean that they have the mind of God for you. Because the Spirit of God is leading you based on your spirit. He's not leading you based on their spirit. Amen. Now, when it comes to children, they're under the authority of their, their parent. God will, if God has something for a child, the parent, God will clue them in because God's not going to bypass chains of authority. He's the one that put authority in place. Amen. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 12 tells us, for you shall go out with joy and be led forth, look at this, with peace. So the Spirit of God always leads us through peace. If there's no peace, then He's not leading you that direction. If there's not peace about going a certain direction, you may not hear a voice from God, but if you have a peace, move forward. Move forward. Many times people are waiting, like I said, they're waiting for something additional. They're waiting for another person to agree with them. If you got the peace, that's all the agreement you need. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I want to read in Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, and I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic Translation. So we invite you to turn with us in your Bible. And it reads this, And let the peace from Christ rule. Act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds. Now, did you, that's a mouthful. So what is he saying? He's saying peace is the umpire that makes the final call, not your mind. If you have peace in your heart, but there's questions in your mind, peace is the umpire, not your mind. In In a baseball game, the umpire makes the call, yes. right? Yes. What if the coach says, no, my player was safe? It doesn't matter what the coach says. Your mind is nothing but a coach. It's not the umpire. And the coach does not have the final word in the course of that game. Right. The umpire does. Right. So if the umpire says, out, he's, your player slid into home base and he didn't get there in time. The umpire says out. The coach can come out and argue all he wants, but the word of the umpire is what stands. That's what makes the final call. That's what this verse is saying. Your mind may try to coach you and end up with all these kinds of questions, but it's the peace in your heart that's the umpire. And the peace makes the final call. Amen. Amen. That helps us to know because many times people say, well, I have peace about down here, but my mind's giving me fits. Well, your your mind's not the umpire. God is not leading you through your mind. He's leading you through your spirit. That's why peace makes the, is the umpire that makes the call. Amen. Amen. Well, we're learning. I said, we're learning. We have been teaching on this for a while. We're, we're going to teach a whole lot more. Um, yeah, I've got like, and I don't even have the sermon finished, but I've got like 104 pages. So, I, so we're going to come out with about 130, 140 pages before it's all done. You go, oh my goodness. Yeah, but th- it, there's so much to learn in this. Why? Because the better we follow the Holy Spirit, the more health we'll enjoy, the more prosperity we'll enjoy. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will lead us based on the Word. The Word and the Spirit moving together. Amen. Well, we've been teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit. And you know, really in these episodes, I'll even say and go further in saying things that I won't say in the book just because I got you. (laughs) I got your attention. I got you here and, and you draw things out of me. And so anyway, so we invite you, go to our website at deframeministries.org and let us know you want your coffee and we'll get it right out to you. But until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit deframeministries.org. In Romans 8:14, God gives his children the promise that he will lead them by his spirit. So we have a right to expect to be led. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Ontario, Canada at Promise of Life Church, August 27th through the 31st. For more information and to register, visit our website at defrainministries.org. Come expecting miracles. 
God offers you His thoughts. Take them. This life-changing book by Nancy Dufresne, A Sound Disciplined Mind, will instruct you on how to do that. God's Word will reach into your everyday life, transforming it. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.